In today's episode, we're going to be answering one of your questions that we got from Instagram about how do you wholeheartedly give yourself to God and your spouse? So that is the question, and we have the answer. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives. Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Journey to Marriage show. I'm Rafi. And I'm Sarah. And today we're going to be answering one of your questions that was sent on Instagram, which is how do you wholeheartedly give yourself to God and your spouse? That is the question. That is the question. And we are going to be answering it today. And I think one of the things that I guess people are confused or they're kind of like feeling off about this, this, this topic is because they feel like, oh, hey, isn't God going to be number one priority? But how, how am I going to have to like do both? Mm-hmm. How do I wholeheartedly give myself to God and my, my spouse? And I, f- I feel like that's how they feel conflicted. Yeah. Um, so hopefully hopefully we're we're gonna be able to give you some clarity. Um, it kind of talks. Let's let's talk about a little bit about our, our backstory. Okay. So, um, well, at least for me, in my past relationships, there's always some kind of imbalance where they said they were Christian or they believed in God. So I was like, okay, that's good enough. But in our relationship, we didn't really do anything to. I don't know, what would you say? Please, God. Like, we didn't go to church together. We didn't pray together. Um, God was kind of on the back burner. And it wasn't until I started dating you where God was front and center. Mm. Yes, and that's kind of how I felt as well. I think from my past relationships, there was God, and I had a faith. I had my faith but then, like what you said, there's just things that I was doing in the past relationships that wasn't in alignment of how I should be living my life as a Christian, you know? And um, me focusing more on loving my my ex and really just being making that a priority in my life more than going to mass together, all these things led to the destruction ultimately of our relationship of my first engagement um so like what you said like when we got together we're like we need to do something something different another thing i wanted to share was about how after i broke up with my ex-fiance i went on this path of reversion back to the faith and really just going back to god because uh, i felt so empty and one of the things that I did was I started up a ministry in the military at my 
at our at the last base, uh, Hawaii. I was stationed in Hawaii. That's where I met Sarah. And I started this ministry called the Year of Mercy Ministry, which is when Pope Francis um, established established the Year of Mercy. And what we would do is we would go and do all the different types of works of mercy, whether it be clothing the naked, um, feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty. We had like all these different projects. And one of the things that that like that practically I got from that experience um, and what I learned from that is how we are to love each other. And it, it, it explicitly states it in scripture in uh, Matthew 25, chapter 25, verses 34 through 46. So I'm going to be reading that to everybody right now. Uh, it says, Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by the Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you came, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, just as you did to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are cursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will say, then he will answer them, truly, I tell you, just as he did not, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteousness, the righteous into eternal life. So like going through the year of mercy and like living this out in my life, one of the things that I realize is that God made us in his image and likeness. Right. All of our neighbors. And if we are like how we treat others is how we treat God ultimately. Because God is in all of us. Because he made us. He made us for him. So then I was like thinking about this. I'm like, so if I am to love my spouse, I'm loving God through loving her. Ah. And that just like was an epiphany. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I can love God wholeheartedly by loving my spouse because mm -hmm. God is in her. Yes. Yes. So when we, when we found that out and we, we started really implementing that in our relationship and knew that, you know, God is in each in us and we are called to love each other. Um, 
to so that we can love God. Uh, and some things that we did, especially like early on in our relationship before marriage, were. Uh, well, we got to know each other, of course. So we talked a lot. We asked each other a lot of questions. And that has been a game changer. And we're called to do that with God as well. Um, what else? We are called to love God. So how are we called to love our partner? Well, what we did is we led each other to God and the sacraments, knowing that ultimately our our job here on earth is to help each other get to heaven. So even before before marriage, we were we were making sure we led each other to the sacraments, to Jesus, um, especially during the times where we not where we did not love each other the way that God intended us um, to. So we're always pointing pointing each other to Jesus and to God. And then the last thing, like serving serving each other. Acts of service. Yeah. So um, some things that I would do is I would take Sarah to work every single morning. Um, yeah. And, and make and, her food. Yeah. And in marriage, I do the grocery shopping for our family. Yeah. Because that's something you do not like. Nope. So I can serve all. you in that way. Yes. And I appreciate that because if not, I would be hangry every single day. <laughs> um. So yeah, like ultimately, like when we started to love each other in these different ways, we started really feeling the joy, experiencing the joy in our relationship. We had a stronger spiritual life, and it's just been amazing. And it, it's it's helped us throughout our whole journey to marriage and in marriage because we continue to do these things. So for all of you couples um, who are on the journey to marriage, really the 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 answer to the question of how to wholeheartedly love your love God and your spouse in marriage is that you are to love God through your spouse, through loving your spouse. Yes. And don't feel like you have to choose. Yeah. Because you, you don't. You don't. And when you love your spouse wholeheartedly, you are loving God because that's what God is calling you. God's calling you in this vocation of marriage and he's calling you to help each other get to heaven and even to the next, take it to the next level, together as a couple, you guys should be pursuing God and keeping him in the center of your relationship. Yes. Right? Um, that is the key. Yes, definitely. So what are some ways? So when we, we are called to know, love, and serve God, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we do that with our spouse or our partner? Well, by knowing them. We're spending quality time together and asking questions. By loving them, we're willing the good of the other without asking anything in return. And then to serve our partner, it's sacrificing our own time, our energy, and our money to serve them. Yes. So those are things that you can start doing now. Again, you don't have to wait till marriage to know, love, and serve your partner on your journey to marriage. But making sure you guys are always keeping God in the center and, and knowing that that is the purpose of why you are loving them in that way because you want to glorify God and you want to you love and serve Him through your partner. 
So speaking of that, speaking of knowing your partner, um, there's a ref- there's a book that we wanted to recommend uh, where it gives you a lot of conversation starters that you can talk about before marriage so that you grow in intimacy. You grow in knowing your partner, which is what we're called to do when knowing God, right? So um, this is a book that we've used in our relationship before marriage and even through our marriage to just get to know each other. It has uh, asks a lot of really deep pre- questions and some really random questions. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's cool because it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a mix of both. So in order for you to get access to that book, just go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources. Again, it's www.journeytomarriage.com slash resources and you can get access to that book. And hopefully that it brings value to your life, your relationship, on your journey to marriage. So with that being said, we're praying for all of you couples who are on the journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, Would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, Go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.